it's so crazy looking back at like our you know years of our, our life so far and and how young we are a lot of people don't actually know this but we're both 21 and the journey that we've been on and the amount of responsibility that we've undertaken and just onboarded is pretty crazy and when we reflect on the journey it's such an amazing thing to look back on but at the same time it's a life that most people don't live and wouldn't want to live which is fine um it's a very unique path it's like that diagram when you have like the the whole crowd going this way and then there's that one person going that way like where that one person and it's been a really interesting journey to say the least but i feel like the more of this journey that we go down the more of these challenges we encounter the more of the hard times we go through when we get these wins they're so much more rewarding and it kind of makes the whole journey worthwhile but what are your thoughts about you know the life we've chosen to live and the crazy roller coaster that we have put chose ourselves to go on mm. well age age is a funny one because like you and I, there are a few people in our circle that are doing a similar thing, but there's not many in the grand scheme of things. And I think, or at least this is something, maybe it's just something I tell myself to, to make myself feel better, that like eventually there will be more people that will be able to relate to us, or at least to me, once we're a little bit older. Because like a lot of people aren't, like the fact of it is, a lot of people don't want to sacrifice their young years like we are now. They may think that they want the reward, but they're just not willing to actually have the downside of it. And like my thoughts are now, like the path that I'm on right now is obviously setting me up for a certain type of success. But I feel as though once we get a little bit older, there are going to be a lot more people that can actually relate to us because they're going to be at a similar age to us. But because they're a little bit older, they've actually started perhaps on the journey that, that we're on right now. Um, so I often think about that, like just for instance, when, when finding friends or just like other people that are in a similar situation and and having people to relate to, I, I, I've always had this thought that because we are kind of like almost like pioneering to an extent that there's not going to be many people now, but eventually there will be that, that can Mm. kind of relate to us more. Yeah. You said just before then about sacrifice and that's an interesting conversation in itself because, the feeling of feeling really healthy, not hungover, really in tune with your body and knowing what you're capable of when you're in that state of mind is a feeling like no other. Now, that's a feeling you sacrifice and you don't have to live an ordinary 21-year-old's life too. Like, like being hungover and you don't truly feel that that full full feeling until you're like a month off the grog or a few weeks. But you feel this way and you kind of get obsessed with that feeling of feeling optimal. And you can have one little, little slip up and you just feel so rocked because you're comparing it to how good you would feel. And so the justification to not drink, not party, not stay up late, it's a lot easier because you know the feeling and how great that's going to be if you stayed on the path that's the, the right path for you and you stayed on the path that made you feel really good. It's an interesting one because you're not like you're sacrificing one thing but gaining another. 
It's like you're sacrificing a night out, but gaining an early morning. You're gaining being able to watch the sunrise, go for a run, feel good about yourself, go for a swim, have coffee with friends and feel really good and energized with your body. And you're sacrificing the night out before, but a lot of the time, the, the morning after and being able to make the most of that far outweighs that one night of going out, unless it's quite a unique experience um, where you don't do that regularly. Mm. Well, when I think of sacrifice, there's a couple of different things that, that I feel I have sacrificed and do continue to sacrifice. One, and like, I mean, this is all by choice, like, one would probably just be spending more time with friends and family. Like I don't really do that too often because I'm so focused on my work. Like my day will consist and you know this, like I'll just sit in front of my computer working like most of the day because that's just what I feel like I need to do at the moment. Like I'm in that stage in my life where I just really want to build what I have now. And like, that's definitely a big sacrifice for me. I've never really been too big of a drinker like I have I've had like my little phases where I have like I've, I've gone out and partied a bit but yeah when I think of sacrifice it's probably more so the fact that I'm sacrificing the fact that I'm not spending too much time on like relationships and things like that and I mean it, it's something that I am to be honest like willing to sacrifice like there are times that I think about it and I'm like maybe I should be spending more time with friends and there is definitely a time and place for it. But I think just like where I'm at right now, if I was to be spending too much time with friends, like all relationships, I just wouldn't be able to actually be like fully present in that. Like mm. I wouldn't be able to just like, like even just justify being able to do that, even though it's a, a thing that's like not bad at all. Like if, like if anyone's listening to this and they think that they shouldn't be spending time on relationships, that's like so that's not true like I definitely think you should be relationships are like so important but just the stage that I'm at in my life I feel like I can prioritize what I'm doing right now because that's just what feels right for me mm. and if I had it the opposite I don't know if I would really feel that content with what I'm doing I think you can look at it that way um, but for me I like to have it a little bit of a different approach where I want to be able to have a good core group of friends that like are all trying to achieve a similar goal and you can hang out with them, be open and honest about everything that you're doing in your business, everything that you're doing in your life, being able to talk about everything and bring everyone else up and bring all your friends up. And if you've got similar, if there's similarities there, there's opportunities to collaborate, work together, um, and like all chase a common goal, I think it's really important to keep those relationships and cherish them and being able to combine that to some degree is pretty cool. Um, I think there's a difference though with working together and then working like, like for me, I don't like to make, I don't want to create any divides in a, in a, in a friendship. And so for me, I want to be able to solely like work if I'm going to work with them, it's like working together as like business partners, but I'm not sure about, and that's why even when I talk about like my coaching and the stuff that I do, like, and I was saying, whenever I bring up, like I, I help people gain clarity and the friends go, oh, I need that. And they go, yeah, okay, well, I'm not going to help you with it <laughs> because like I'll help guide you a little bit, but I'm not going to like coach you on it because I don't want to create this teacher student divide in this friendship. I want to build it. I already am working so hard in my business. I don't want to, I don't want to 
be able to create more friction on a friend that I want to be able to have a frictionless relationship with. So then when I can switch off business, I can go in and talk with them and, and just spend time with them. Um, but it's interesting about, yeah, sacrificing some. It's, it's like that whole p- pillar of three, how you have relationships, uh, health, and then career and business. And like, you can't really go all in on all of them at once. You've kind of got to keep two at a maintenance and, and, and go all in on one, in, in my opinion. And so, yeah, it is finding that balance, being able to say no to certain things and, and do focus on what's more important right now. But if you can do both, at a good level, then by all means, you're off to a winner. Um, but I, I, yeah, it, it certainly is hard. Mm. And yeah, I'm all for having a core group of friends. I think that's so important. Like I have friends that I hang out with. It might not be like super frequently, but whenever I reconnect with them, like these are friends that I've either had for years or that I've started to meet more recently. And like whenever I connect with them, there's there's still that same connection that we originally had. But like, I just feel like right now, I just don't, like I have the time, but it's, it's kind of coming back to that book that I'm reading. The one thing by Gary W. Keller. And it's like, you can't like you, you put it perfectly. You can't pursue everything at once. And when you do try to pursue too many of these things, you just end up getting burnt out. And it's like, I still value my friendships. I still value the people in my life, but I know that like they should understand that like I'm, I'm in this phase where it's like, it's work and this is what I want to be doing. And if they're not like willing to like stand up to the occasion or, or like accept that, then like it is what it is. Like it's kind of their, their choice. Like not to say that you should be a bad, like that you should not never talk to them and like never like provide them any value or like be a good person to them. Like, I don't think you should just shut them out completely, but like if they're not willing to like also help you put your own priorities first, whatever's important in your life, and they're not willing to stand by you like through that, then I don't think that they're a very good friend. Hundred mm, percent. I um, yeah, I think it's it's that concept around that I was saying to you last night about the the couch friends and the treadmill friends. That's really interesting because you can't have couch friends in your life when you're trying to grow and build because they're going to make you feel drained and like want to sit on a couch. But if you have friends that really inspire you make you feel like you want to run on a treadmill when you leave them they're good friends to have in your corner while you're building because they're going to motivate you more inspire you more to keep going and so i guess it's yeah as you said like those the people that aren't going to support what you're doing you can't have them in your life i don't think you can have them in your life period if they're not going to support you but that whole concept around couch and treadmill friends is so big because if they are going to make you feel drained, then they're the wrong crew for sure. For sure. They're, they're like, yeah, they're, they're no good. What about like the benefits of, yeah, the benefits of draw and drawbacks of the life that we choose to live? Like, what do you, what do you think we're losing out on by living a life like this? And what do you think we're gaining from living a life like this? Mm. Well, it's broken up into two, right? You're sacrificing a lot in the short term, living a life like we do. But long term, it's the complete opposite. I feel like we have, because we're setting ourselves up right now, where we're working so hard, when we're doing the hard work now, it's allowing us to live an easier life later on. Not to say that you should be striving for an easier life, but you should be striving for a life of options. And I think having sacrifice, like 
Well, you could even think of it like this. You need to, you need to make sacrifices in life. You can either choose to make the sacrifices or you can have life make the sacrifices for you. And what I mean by that is like you can choose to do the important things now. You can set yourself up. You can build the relationships you want. You can, yeah, pursue whatever you like and actually like do that thing. Or you can just go through life laissez-faire, like just go with the wind. But like life is going to make you sacrifice something, whether that comes as like a, a nine to five, which isn't a bad thing, but like maybe it's something where that you don't want to do and you have to do it. Or it's... um to be with someone that you don't actually like as a partner because you haven't built yourself up to attract someone else. Like life is always going to make you have sacrifices or you're going to always need to sacrifice in life. You can either choose to sacrifice or you can have life like put those sacrifices onto you. Mm. Also with that concept around like, like sacrificing now to live a way better life later is interesting because it's not like, oh, I'm living a bad life now so I can live a great life like later. And then when you think about that line, you go, okay, well, I'll live half my life bad and then the end of my life will be good. But it's actually not. It's like this tiny little bit is where you're sacrificing and then the rest of your life is greater. Because when you talk about like compounding things and like if you're starting from scratch, it takes a long time. And it's almost like a journey, especially for an entrepreneur, is quite exponential. It's not linear. And you're going to have this spike, but it takes all this time of not getting any spike and then you get a spike. And once you get that little spike, all of a sudden everything else starts to spiral. So it's almost like the hard yards you're putting in now and delaying that gratification is all the times where you're banging your head against a wall, putting in all this effort and not getting any kickback, nothing in return. But then by doing so, you achieve this overnight success. And then once you achieve that, it's quite hectic growth. It's quite exponential. And it's because things compound. And like from, from one, if you, if you double one, it goes to two, two to four, four to eight, eight to 10, 10 to 20, 50 to 100. And so if it, it, it gets basically, if you apply that concept, the more you get down the line, the quicker it will grow. And in a sense, that's kind of how it works. It really does compound because the more you get better in business, in life, in understanding yourself, you start to become better and then your learning starts to grow even more dramatically because your foundations are set really high. And so it really does compound. So if it compounds, that said, the later you wait to start doing the things that are going to get you closer to your goals because you're like, oh, I've got plenty of time. I'll just relax now. The later you wait, the longer it's going to take you to get, get there when you do decide to pursue those goals, like pursue that, that journey of getting those goals. And it's almost like when Warren Buffett talks about the power of compound interest and he talks about starting to invest as soon as you can at a young age because you'll be a millionaire by the time you're 40. It's the same with everything in your life. It's like you start now, you're going to be way better off than everyone else starting out 10 years later. Mm, totally. And while we're on that exponential growth, just relating back to the businesses that I've tried to run in the past, I've spoken about it a couple of times on the pod. And I thought in the moment, those businesses that I've tried, I think I've, I've tried two other businesses so far. And when I was running them, like 
it was it was like a lot of hard work like heaps of hard work didn't get anything externally as a reward and what i mean by that like is i i didn't get really any clients i didn't make any sales and i guess in the moment often what we think when we don't have those external results is that yeah that nothing has come from it like there's there's no light at the end of the tunnel we've wasted all of that time but when i really consider the work that i put in during that time like that was building me up for my success now like i learned so many important things that that were really buried deep under like for instance my work ethic i definitely would not have the same work ethic that the persistence i guess the ability to just yeah identify a business problem and then be able to solve it as well like these are all things that we learn in the journey and you can take that approach to anything in life whether it be like a bad relationship that you've had maybe like that that bad relationship that was setting you up to then realize who a good partner was going to be for you in the future so i think like making that switch where you're not necessarily focused on the external results especially if you've had what you think is like a failure in quote in in air quotes like it's actually just setting you up for the next stage so that you can really have that compounded growth and and actually have the realized i guess benefit and reward from it it's it's just understanding that there is no failure if you choose to learn from it right because you're better off than where you were started now there's a difference between failure and not getting what you want because like you might have had a desired outcome and you didn't get there. But are you better off than when you started? Because if you are, then it's not a failure. And the ability to be able to write down all of those lessons and learn from them is, is extremely powerful. I think when, when we tie this into like uh, what we really wanted to talk about this, this episode today, guys, was about the age and, and how you know it comes with challenges. It also comes with benefits. But I think... A lot of you guys, as we said at the start, don't know that we're 21. And like, I think that's how we want it to be. Like, we don't want to be known as 21. We want to be able to get along with people that are older. We want to be able to attract people that are older, provide value to people that are older. And we're blessed to be able to do that day in, day out with both of our clients. And I think that all comes down to the things that we did for the last few years at a young age to really accelerate our maturity in life so that people can take us more seriously. We can actually be wise for our years. We can, people that are our age can look at us and be inspired. People that are older than us can look at us and be inspired. People that are younger than us can look at us and be inspired. And that's the position that we want to be in. But if you just said to me when I was 16, that's the position you want to be in. And I just said, okay, yeah, I'll be in that. I wouldn't. All of the steps that I had to take from the age of 16 is what's allowed me to do that. And so it's being able to understand, okay, what are the characteristics that I need to obtain to be someone that is inspiring? And then you break it down and go, okay, how do I become driven? Okay, I need to have a goal. Maybe I should set that. (laughs) I need to have something that I really, that I clear that I really want. Maybe that would make me driven. Am I running away from pain that, I don't want to have in my future life and that's driving me. How do I get driven? Because I know that when I'm driven and I can express that, people are going to gravitate towards me because they go, wow, he's driven. I want some of that. Okay, that's one. It's like, how do I get, in, how do I get really in tune with my emotions? Okay, I probably 
couldn't go through an easy life, probably have to go through some hard times from here to there. Because then through those hard times, I'm going to have to be really self-aware and be in tune with myself to figure out what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling and how I can overcome that. So maybe I need to go through a few hard times. So I set that intention. So then when I go through the hard times, I know there's purpose for this. I know there's meaning for this. I know this is building this character that I want to get to, to be able to be inspiring. So being able to know all the things that are important and characteristics that you need to have to become someone that has some significance in this world, that has something that people gravitate towards. Yeah, being able to know all those characteristics so then you can build up to those. Totally. And while we're on that as well, about inspiring people that are either older than you or that you're either more mature than or that you just have the ability to be able to inspire. This is really interesting. I was, I was thinking about this on a walk and like literally just a couple days ago and I was thinking about the different stages that I've been in when looking for a mentor. Like I've had a few different mentors throughout my life. Like I've spent uh, quite a bit on coaching and when I look for a mentor, there's always these different stages that, that I'm in that like I, I'm looking for someone to solve say a certain problem I have or just like to give me a solution to, to whatever I'm wanting and I think when it comes to finding something like a mentor all that we really need is someone that's even just like one to two steps above us for example when I first started out I wasn't looking at the same mentors that, that I currently have now because I mean, they were just too, yeah, couldn't relate to them. And it it was like who I was focused on and who I thought was going to be the best to help me was people that were were almost at the current level that I'm at now or perhaps lower than than where I am now in terms of like just my knowledge and, and skills and stuff like that. And I think what you need to do, like for anyone that is wanting to like provide value for others, whether it's just like as like even as a friend or like relate to other people or to sell a service maybe is just really finding out like what kind of purpose you have in the world, like where you can, what you can slot into where you can assist people and just realizing kind of where you are at on that hierarchy and then finding people that are below you in terms of like, when I say below, I just mean people that don't have the same understanding as you don't have the same, I guess like knowledge and just try and help those people up to where you are. Like that, that's really the fundamentals when it comes to, to helping anyone, like in a business, in a friendship. And I think that's just something that's really interesting because like you and I, well, at least I know, I, I'm literally one of my, like a few of my clients actually, a couple of them, they're literally like triple my age. Like that's not even exaggeration. Like there's some, if I'm doing the math right. Yeah, Bad they're, math. They're 60 years old, no? You have a client 60? Yeah. 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 So triple the age. Yeah. Well, a little bit under. I'm 21, so a little bit under three years less. So, like, it really just comes down to like it's it's not about age whatsoever. And anyone that's listening to this and thinks that they can't serve someone that's older than them or they can't even make friends with someone that's older than them, it's just about finding like what you can offer, working on skills, finding things of interest, and just like. Yeah, like building that up, like building yeah. up those maturity levels. And yeah, you, just finding relating. Yeah, like relating on stuff. Mm. It's like if you can relate on different things and the way you do that at a younger age is by doing shit that older people do. <laughs> and if you, if you undergo like things that older people do, 
you're naturally going to gravitate to people that are older. Like, why would you relate to someone your age if you don't do what people your age do? You're just not. And so when you remove age from the factor and you go, these are all the lessons that I've learned. I can, I know that there are so many people that are in the shoes that I used to be in and I've made it out the other side. I used to be in a challenging time and I've made it out the other side. And by doing so, I feel called to help people that are stuck in that part that I was in and being able to go, okay, if I made it out the other side, what are the steps that I did to make that out the other side, package that up in a way that's going to help all those people get out the other side as well. And all of a sudden, regardless of age, it's experience and maturity and things that you've put yourself through has allowed you to help those people, regardless of the age that they are. And being able to put your ego aside, put the age aside, like, like when I hear people like, like scuffle at my age and when they like, when like they will just disengage with me because of my age and they're older, they think I'm a little baby. I just go, what are you on about? Like, like I understand, but like, I, I understand where you're coming from, but like, you have no idea. Like, why are you taking the piss out of someone because of my age? Like, you've just been speaking to me and you're really engaged with me. And then all of a sudden you find out my age and I'm a completely different person. Like, have, has a mask just gone on my face? Can I look like a different fucking person? No, I'm the same person. Treat me like I'm the same person. And it's like people are a bit older and they look at your age and they create this divide where they think they're above you. When it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're a fuckwit, <laughs> basically. Like, I don't really respect you because you're not respecting me and as far as i'm concerned we're on the same wavelength hence why we've been getting along the last five to ten minutes and the fact that you just found out my age and now you're disengaged shows a lot about your character and it's not someone that i want to be a part like be around and that's just something that you have to be cutthroat with you have to not let them throw around you and for everyone that is young and ambitious and got drive and is mature way beyond their age you or, or, or desire to be mature way beyond your age you can't let people like this get in your way like understand that your age is actually a benefit because the right people will look at that and go fuck you were giving it a crack way younger than i've ever gave it a crack i wish i did the same as you mm. and those are the people that are right for you those are the people that are actually going to be able to level you up and lift you up when need be, as opposed to try and tear you down for doing something that they didn't do. Mm. And another way to look at it as well is that the people that are trying to tear you down, if they're only doing that maybe because they find out your age, you can just use it as an example of the fact that they weren't doing what you were doing at your age. Like you're, they're literally telling you that they weren't in a position where they were giving it a crack. And that they weren't doing the same things, making the same sacrifices, learning the same things. So it's like you can almost put it back on them because if they don't believe you like, or believe in you just because of your age, you can just realize, yeah, fuck, like you're obviously not going to have a life like, like I am then if you weren't. And just understand that. Hey, and just go, just go. Yeah. Like we're yeah. on a different path. Like mm. you do you, I'll do me mm. and just be able to hang up the boots and move on and move on and find better crew. Because like, there's no point trying to change someone to fit your life. Like, that's not gonna that's not gonna help anyone. Mm. Um, because they're not gonna be authentic, and the relationship's not gonna be authentic. Being able to move on, 
um, is is so good. It's funny, even my ex, like, she didn't even know my age for like months in. Did you know that? <laughs> Wild. She did not even know my age. And then like a couple, few months in or whatever, like she came and she was like, cat, oh, no names. I was like, I was like, she was like, her sister was basically like, told her my age. And then she came to me and was like, she came to me and was like, are you 21? Or I was 20 at the time. And I was 20 at the time. Are you 20? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> And, um, and yeah, it just like flipped out, which is cool. Like it's a cool thing to be. It's the same with like plenty of people that I meet, but I think it's, it's using it as an advantage as opposed to a disadvantage. And you, what you'll find is when you have that switch in your, in your life, like things will really start to change dramatically. You'll start to be in a way better position. Um, yeah. I mean, then, then, then you would, if you, if you were to use it as a negative, mm. probably get more shit done too. Mm. Yeah. Totally. So I want to bring up a topic that can come about at any age, whether you're young, whether you're old. And it's something that's often experienced on the entrepreneurial path. Even it can just be when you're giving it a crack, like it can be in any avenue. And I think this is a pretty important topic. And yeah, I want to like get your opinion on it. Like, what do you feel about or like, what are your thoughts around the uncertainty of success and like, how we should navigate those thoughts of like the the potential of it not working out or you know, or the things not going to bland the way that you want them to happen like how do we how do we really stay on the same path with all of that uncertainty yeah well the first thing that comes to mind is just like what Hormozzi said on that on that interview with um Chris Will how he's like the uncertainty of the journey is what makes it worthwhile and i mean like it says it enough in it, but if there was no uncertainty, everyone would do it. And if everyone would do it and like it was a guarantee, everyone would do it, it wouldn't become special. And then if it wasn't special, then it would just be a normal thing. And so like the uncertainty is what makes it special because if it wasn't, if there wasn't any uncertainty, everyone would do it because they'd be like, fuck yeah, it's guaranteed, let's do it. I don't want to work in this shitty job. What would probably happen is if there was no uncertainty, people would have more belief in themselves that they could achieve the shit that, that they don't think they can achieve. All the uncertainty basically signals in their brain that, oh, I can't have that, so I'm just going to settle for less. I reckon the amount of people that when you ask them and you survey them, like, do you love doing what you do, your job? I reckon so like, and there was whatever occupation that thing was, I reckon so many more percentage of people would say that they don't enjoy it if they if they believed in themselves that they could do better. Like basically like if the entrepreneurial journey was a guaranteed success, so many more people would do it. In fact, probably every fucking one would do it and then there wouldn't be any jobs for anyone else and stuff. And so I think it's so important in order to make everything worthwhile um, – what are your thoughts? Well, while we're on that, and this is like a, an interesting concept about like the worthwhile, like whether it's worthwhile to pursue something hard and to go on the entrepreneurial path. And there's always going to be that external reward tied to something like starting your own business or just going on a path that's really difficult. And like, it's interesting because there's a lot of offers out there 
and like you could even potentially say that my offer is an ex- is is an extension of that which is like i because i help like coaches obviously build their own business too but like a lot of what like the offers out there and just marketing in general is it's all selling the dream they're almost packaging it in a way so that they're just selling the dream and it makes it obviously very easy to to sell something because like everyone wants the outcome everyone wants to feel like they're they've got the status they've they've built something up from the ground but like when when they are to do that like there's so many things that they don't talk about in terms of the process, like the hard times that someone's going to have to go through. And I think like when you are talking about that and like you're just talking about the things that, that they could get as a reward, like the amazing outcome when it comes to building a business, like there's so much extra that actually really goes into to doing something like that. And I think like, yeah, that uncertainty that's kind of almost dissolved with a lot of those mark, like different marketing offers or just like whatever it is when it comes to building a business or starting a new venture. I think they try and take away the uncertainty, but the uncertainty, like once you're actually in it and you've got that, that conscious incompetence, which is that second level of, of like the competency ladder, like that's when you start to realize that like, fuck, like I'm actually uncertain about whether this is going to work, but if like you take the concept on board and I know I've spoken about this before, but if you take the concept on board that like if someone else has done it in the past, it's so likely that you can do it too. And that's something that like I always try, I try and stress to myself because I still have to try and convince myself because there's shit that I do on a daily basis that's hard, like that, that I still find really difficult. But I just think, okay, if someone else has done this, there's no reason that I can't do it. I might not be as skilled I might not have the perfect maybe genetics or, or just like, I don't know, intelligence, but I know that if I'm willing to either outwork them or just like be smart about it, that I can also do it too. And mm. yeah, I think that just ties really well into if you are feeling any uncertainty and yeah, you're just wanting to, to kind of really have that dream outcome. You just need to realize like there's going to be shit that's hard and the uncertainty is something that, that is just bound to happen when you're on the path of, of something that's, that's new and out Mm. of the ordinary. Yeah. It's funny when you start to get a little bit of success as well, I find at least for me, like I can get caught up sometimes thinking that like questioning whether I deserve it sometimes, like, like not questioning whether I deserve it, but like, is this, was this too easy? Like, like sometimes I'll, it's almost like I forget about all the shit that I put myself through and then I get some level of a, a success and then I like question my deservance of that thing. Or you get all these shitty comments about like, like it's easy for you to say you have all of these followers or something and like you get these hate comments. And I put a story up late yesterday discu- like discussing this and I'm just basically saying like, whatever hard time you were going through, like keep going. Like promise, I promise you there is light at the end of the tunnel. If you keep going, you need to keep going. And then I was reflecting on my, I was reflecting on my part, uh, like on, I was, I was reflecting on the past, say two, three years or I was reflecting on the last few years. And 
I was in shock because I go, hang on, it's not fucking overnight success. It sure looks like it. But I've been banging my head against the wall. I've been putting myself through shit without getting any results day in, day out for years. I've been trying businesses. I've been getting investors on board. I've been spending all this money and all this mental energy. I've been sacrificing everything a normal 20-year-old would do. And I've been doing this for years now without getting a single lick of the ice cream. And then when you actually think about the journey and you go, fuck, it's taken a lot to get to where I am today. A shit ton. And it's like, as we talk about exponential growth, when things really start to take off this year, this year has been the hardest year of my fucking life. And in return, the world's gifted me with, with a little bit of a lick of the ice cream. And you go, okay, it looks like an overnight success, but let me tell you, it's far from that. And it's a really good reminder for people that are going through hard times, know how important those hard times are for you in order to really enjoy the fruits of life and enjoy the amazingness that comes with doing something extraordinary. And without having that comparison and that polarity between good and bad, without having that to look at, you're not going to live a fulfilling life. So know that the shit that you put yourself through, the hard times that you go through in whatever it is, if it's business, if it's relationships or any mental challenges you're going through, like these are going to help shape you. And hopefully they shape you in a really good way and to be able to make the most out of that and know that there is light at the end of the tunnel to keep pushing because once you make it out the other side, it's going to be oh so rewarding and you're going to thank yourself that you kept going. Mm. Yeah. And like that, a big one for me and I, I can so relate because I've been in different parts of my life where I maybe haven't been getting the reward for a really long time and quite recently as well, very similar. Like I've been, I've been what I feel like is an external like reward. Like I've, I've had my biggest month so far, like I did six figures for the month and I was like, but I still felt like there was so much I had to do and that I just, it just still wasn't good enough. And like, it's so interesting because when I first started this journey of business, like I would have, I would have dreamed of having even, yeah, like a, a tiny lick of what I currently have now. And I think we often so get so stuck in terms of our perception of, of what we're doing and how far we've come that we just really get stuck on either comparing ourselves to others. It's a big one. It is for me at least. And then also just, yeah, not being content with how far you've come. And I think it's just so important because yeah, comparison is really like the thief of all joy. And I think the more we compare ourselves to others or just even, yeah, consider the fact that we should be doing so much better even though we've we've come a long way, I think that that's really one of the, I wouldn't say sins, but that's one of the worst things that you can do. And I know it's uncontrollable. I do it a lot. Um, I'm trying to get better at it. But yeah, I thought I'd just share that because... Yeah, no matter, like, even if we, we consider it, there's people that are like, if you're someone right now that, that's not necessarily, like, externally successful in terms of, like, riches, like, whatever it is, you've just got to think about, like, there's people that are literally making millions of dollars a year and are still not content with where they're at. So, like, you just need to be at a point now where you realize that 
you may never be truly content with how far you've come or you may never, sorry, you may never truly be content with how much money you have or how much success you have. You've just, you've just got to accept the fact and you've just got to be like, you've got to realize that you need to make a conscious effort to be, to be happy and content. Hmm. Not content in the fact of like, you're going to just coast for the rest of your life and you're not going to try and do anything hard and you're not going to try and keep going. I more mean, be content with the fact that you've, you've put in a lot of effort, that you've come like a long way since you've started the journey. Because that, yeah, that's really a big thief of joy for, for I know me and I think a lot of other people as well. Mm, comparing. I think being able to appreciate the gain in order to achieve the gap was what Ryan Tuckwood said was a, was a great one about that. Being able to compare yourself to your past self is, a, is powerful to appreciate how far you've come, but maybe not compare yourself to other people online because also online is just a highlight reel too. And what can happen is if you compare yourself to what that looks like for them online, you're only seeing their good so you're comparing them yourself to them at their perfect self, which is online, as opposed to their actual life. And there's shit behind that screen that they're going through, as everyone does. And when you're comparing yourself to what their life looks like, you don't see any of that. And it doesn't, it's not a realistic comparison. Mm. Because you're comparing your whole full life to their highlight reel. And that's not healthy. So I 100% agree. I think, um, I think it's really powerful to use comparison of yourself and as a reflection tool. And don't use the reflection as a tool for procrastination. Use it to realize how far you've come and be able to use that to slingshot you forward into greater. I think, like, I think honestly, and that's a little plug here, is like, like, getting really clear on what you want so you have that goal is so important to be able to get really clear and get really inspired on your life so you know when you're going through these tough times you're reminded of why you're doing it is so important people just start all these things all the time or have all of these ideas and and like it's kind of all foggy but like get it really clear remove all the limiting belief and get really clear on what that is and then figure out what like your purpose is. Because when you can find something that you're inspired by and then a purpose, all the things that make you tick, all the things that make you happy, the fulfillment in that journey is so amazing. You need to unpack those. And so the little plug is if, if you do want to work closely with me, if you've watched it this far into the episode, like send me a DM on Instagram um, and I'd love to walk through what, what working one-on-one could look like. Um, you know, slots of basically sold out but i'll be able to make something work and um i'd love to be able to take you through a process like that where you can gain this extreme clarity in your life and and live that life that you you really want to live yeah totally yeah well i think that's good place to to end the episode episode 10 double digits guys double digits digits. Yeah, yeah thanks for everyone tuning in um drop a follow wherever you're watching this 
it'd greatly appreciate would be greatly English today. <laughs> maybe would be good. Um, maybe English. But yeah, no, it would be great. It would yeah. <laughs> It'd be greatly appreciated. There guys. you go. There you go. <laughs> Help a brother out. Help a brother out. We're getting better and better. Um, we're going to constantly keep evolving these. Get some guests on soon. Yeah. So stay tuned. Subscribe or like, follow, share, engage, all the rest of it, all the fun stuff. Do everything. And we're signing out. But lots of love to you all. And all we'll right. see you next week. See you guys. See ya.